Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 4. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they seek to change the world, and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris, and you can find me at EwokKiller on Twitter. I play Finnegan Finn Tempest, a tiefling trainer, which is a Skyrend original class supported by the Metalweave Games supplement Baby Beastry. Finn is the trainer of Cerulius, a blue guard drake. Hi, my name is Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk, and I am currently hosting Cade, the demigod of the land in my brain. Hi, I'm Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Shannon. I play Aranus Gray, the god of rebellion, and I am a half-elf bard. You can also find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. The city of Earl has grown more odd since your last visit. A special enforcement unit known as the EDU have been charged with maintaining the city's order in the spirit of Earl, Duchess, and Ulwan. This was revealed by a dim-witted yet dutiful ogre named Spinx. Little did he know that his partner, Hanslow, had been replaced by a changeling, better, as part of a plot to infiltrate the city along with their changeling teammates, Quick allure, and connive. A short fight and a bribe later, you decided to help fund this subversive group while leaving them to their own devices. Within the city itself, the dunce glasses have been replaced by royal party masks, depicting Earl, Duchess, Ulwan, Gael, Kantos, and Perla. Although the lights in the city are brighter than before, these masks still glow and provide limited dark vision. However, they also allow you to view signage throughout the city, leaving the maskless in the dark, so to speak. Out of everyone in your party, only Finnegan, Cyril, and Reistos declined to obtain a mask. The overabundance of these masks drew curiosity and suspicion from the group, especially Finnegan, who wasted no time in confronting a random stranger about them. That conversation didn't reveal anything too worrisome, but a more in-depth analysis of your surroundings provided a disturbing discovery. The foggy smoke that moves throughout the city is magical. The massive column that runs throughout the city is producing elven fog water. While it does provide health and beauty benefits, it also prevents shape-shifting. After making this discovery, you sought out any Earl Earl that you could find. Arnis and Darwin eventually found a wind-down room seeming to be a chain version of the original below the royal playground. Although it appears to be a lesser copy, the bar is still fairly luxurious. Plush high-back chairs, bookshelves filled with literature, a green fireplace, toys, and cigar smoke fill the establishment. In the corner, an Earl Earl is enjoying the day with a pair in Duchess and Ulwan masks. You keep an eye on the group while maintaining your distance. A lean bartender with a high-collared shirt, snug vest, and a Gael mask works behind the bar. And as you make your way in, she greets you with a friendly, Hello, welcome to the wind-down room. Is there anything I can get you? Finnegan is very excited to be in a space like this. <laughs> cool. And he says, Oh yeah, I'll take an ale, and I'll take whatever your medium-grade cigar is. Very good, stranger. Can I get anything for the rest of you folks? You, you actually serve beer here? Well, I... Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Well, then I'm having one. <laughs> okay. Darvin, would you like anything? Yeah, I'll also take a beer. Well, all right, then. Three ales coming up. If there's anything else you're interested in, we got a menu there at the end of the bar. Help yourself to a seat. I'll be right with you. You can either sit at the bar, you can go find some chairs to sit in. Really, your call. Sure. We'll go take a seat. Unless somebody had a plan. 
I think a seat with a good view of the Earl is an ideal idea. Okay. Ideal ideas it is. <laughs> no problem. It's an ideal. Uh, no. Yeesh. <laughs> Yeesh no. is correct. Okay. You have no problem finding a spot in the room to sit down. Little group of leather chairs. Not quite as big, not quite as lush as the one Earl Earl is sitting in with his party, but still rather comfortable. The green light from the fireplace is calming in a way. And it's a few minutes later that this bartender, Yulian Gael, in the Gael mask, has a deep green glow with a knowing smirk on its face, uh, approaches with three ales. Not quite a pint apiece. Probably closer to 12 ounces or so. A golden ale. And she sits it down in front of you at a table. I take mine. Can I get you anything else? I just, I have a question. Mm-hmm. The last time we were here, the only thing there was to drink around here was the elven wine. That was a pretty poor excuse for wine. So what, what changed? Oh, it must have been a while since you were here. Since you were here last, sir. True. Although, to be honest, there's not a whole lot of difference between this and the wine. It is an ale, I promise you that. It's uh, made with the same grapes that we used for the wine. I taste the ale. It's a little grapish. (laughs) 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 A fruity beer. You know, it's a beer with a fruity taste to it and very, very low alcohol content. (laughs) Okay, so I see Finnegan's face and then I taste it and I go... Oh, just kidding. Yeah, nothing has changed. Cool. It's fine, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good good thing we didn't come here to get drunk, isn't it? I'd need about five more of these to even get the buzz on. Just five? <laughs> I said about. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a liver measuring contest here. Is that what's going on? No, man, I can't tell you the last time Arnis shut down a bar, so (laughs) Finnegan would definitely win. (laughs) Well, we've also got tea. We've got the elven water, of course. We've got a few other drinks. Um, And there's always the special, the motivator. The motivator. motivator. (laughs) Opposite of alcohol, though, so I understand if you don't want that. Yeah, pretty standard list of drinks. Some snacks if you really want them, but... Hey, I think I think we're good. Okay. You can just settle up with me at the bar before you leave, okay? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, drinks in hand. Earl Earl with a Duchess and Anne Ola over in the corner. Chatting up, having a good time. Uh, Finnegan, I apologize. She does bring you a cigar as well. I do not know enough about cigars to describe it in a good enough way. <laughs> but... In Finnegan's estimation, it's decent. It's decent. Finnegan's not an ultra classy dude, but it does pull out a dagger and, and kind of chops the end of it off. Nowhere near the uh, finesse of a cutter or anything like that. Mm. And then uses whatever the nearest open flame is to light it. You get up to one of the candles along a column or something and just like light your cigar. Cool. What are you giving me this look for? Who are you, man? <laughs> so, Arnis watches him do this whole thing, and then it's just like, what? Who? That might be the most low-class thing that's happened in this wind-down room today. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I didn't bite it off and spit it out. <laughs> like one step above that. <laughs> you just found any open flame, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to light with this. I was assuming there was going to be like, I don't know, uh, a candle on the table or something. Could but I also. Go ahead. I'm like, I don't have access to prestidigitation, so I can't just light the fire. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I have thaumaturgy. So Not I can make the flame I'm using flicker, but I can't make it flame happen. Mm-hmm. Probably could ask. You can manipulate the flame, but you can't create the flame. No, I meant only that part. I- she didn't bring you any matches or anything else to light it with, which is one of the reasons why this is just the middle class area. Yeah. Upper class area, you get like fine matches, whatever, or like an ever burning match. I don't know. <laughs> or um, like a clockwork lighter. 
Well, that's true. That's true. I, I bet if you really wanted to, you could probably get Tonk to whip up a lighter. Isn't that basically what lighters are anyway? Pretty low tech. No, they are pretty low tech. It's just a fuel, a flint, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Something to strike it on. Okay. Anyways, you all have a passable grape ale. Finnegan's got a scar. What do you want to do? I, I mean, uh, the first thing I want to do is just like look look around the room. Like, what what do I see other people doing? Does it seem pretty like standard? Is there anything like odd going on, or are people just kind of doing their thing? What do you consider standard for here? I don't know. Like anything you'd see in a bar. Okay. Then yeah, at first glance, there doesn't seem to be anything non-standard happening. People are drinking, having some snacks, some conversations. Someone off in the corner opposite of Earl Earl is just reading a book. They have a cigar that's rested on an ashtray. Probably been a good 10 minutes since they've had a pull of that. So yeah, they're enjoying themselves, taking it slow. Okay. And... Part of what I'm doing is just looking, is also just simply looking like I'm taking in the whole room so it doesn't look like I'm just staring at the Earl Earl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Trying to yeah, figure no out problem. anything about them. <laughs> Does anybody else have any interests outside of Earl Earl and his party? No, I'm pretty much set on just watching the Earl at this point. Same, just the Earl. Okay. What do you... What is the goal of your spying on Earl Earl? Do you want to try to hear every word of their conversation? Do you want to see how Earl Earl is holding up after all these years? Do you want to rob him? I don't know. Finnegan doesn't have a goal because he's still kind of unsure how you all want to approach this. Like, Finnegan's kind of following the group at this point. Same, Finn. Same. I. I know what your ultimate goal is, but I don't know what step two is here. You made it to the I, city. Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out, too. I think I think ultimately we're going to have to talk to this dude just to kind of see how the city is running or how they came to start running the city like this. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. All right. I, I know why I'm watching him. Is it fair to call him him or should I call him them? Well. Or should I call them them? You know that Earl Earl is a changeling, but that changeling believes that they are Earl Earl, as far as you know. Okay. So if you were to actually go up and speak to Earl Earl, it would be proper to use he, him pronouns. Whoever they might be underneath that, that's up for them. All right. I want to observe them for something that would be a conversation starter. Like, I need a way in. Like, I need a reason to go talk to that group. Okay. Give me a perception roll. Just you trying to eavesdrop on their conversation. Anybody can roll this, and you can kind of like have a little muffled conversation amongst yourselves to see how to best approach it, but yeah. I got an 18. Okay. Is anybody else eavesdropping? Yeah, but I got a 6. Mm. It's a 19 on the die. I don't think I have much of a bonus, though. Well, as long as it's not a negative, you did a little bit better than Artemis. <laughs> it's a positive. That's a 21 total. Hey now. Very nice. Darwin, unfortunately, distracted. I don't know, Darwin, what distracts you here in the wind-down room? Mm, maybe my beer. Mm. Do you like the beer? It's very distracting. Is it distracting in a good way, or do you wish you weren't drinking it? Kind of in the middle. Like, I wish mm. it were better, but at the same time, I'm not going to stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, who makes a grape beer? Weird. Yeah. Very. Maybe you'd understand if it was like a Merlot beer, and it was like wine, and then beer. No, they just went from grapes to beer. I don't know. Or brewed in a wine barrel, right? Like aged. You would think, right? But no. No. (laughs) Okay, but Finnegan and Arnis, 18, 21, both very good. So Earl Earl and the Duchess and the old one that are there chatting. They're having a very pleasant conversation. It is mostly about the upcoming Exaltation Festival and how Earl Earl is going to miss this particular Duchess and Old One when they rotate out for whoever wins the festival this time around. You can't quite tell if the Duchess behind the mask is human, half-elf, 
probably not elves since not a lot of signs of the withering on them or something else. The Ulwan appears to be the halfling in a suit of armor. Probably not like functional suit of armor, or if it is like not as good as you know Ulwan's actual plate mail, which he is made of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you can see the Duchess and the Ulwan like, move the mask up a little bit, take a drink. They're not drinking through their masks. They're not that fancy. Very few masks are because yeah, Earl Earl himself. You know, he still dresses in nice clothes. I mean, if it weren't for the elven water fog, I would probably say, like, he looks a little stressed or, you know, lines on the face. Maybe there are some lines on his face, and they just enhance his visage a little bit. It's not like, oh, he's tired and he needs to rest. It's like, ooh, he's getting better looking with age. Mm. But not like the jump between like 40 and 80 in a human or anything like that. It's just like the difference between maybe like 40 and 45. Mm. Mm. So there's just, there's a little bit of wear of time on him, but overall he's looking fairly good and he's in good spirits. Uh, yeah. Or is that not enough? Is that not something, are those not things uh, that are actionable? I mean, it's a bar in a sense. So it's not like they're talking state secrets or anything. Well, of course. I just have to decide if I want to go. Do I want to go personable or do I want to go mean? Personable first, then mean, I think. Cool. Okay. So I take my beer. Can I put that in quotes? (laughs) Beer. Take your ale. Beer. Take another drink of it. Try not to shudder. (laughs) (laughs) and uh i walk on over there and say hey looks like uh looks like your party here is missing a contos mind if i join (laughs) (laughs) stranger contos welcome always good to see a friendly face Uh, can you join hmm how's he gonna how's he gonna ask you to prove your contosness how Contosian are you? Mm. Nah. Screw it. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't have to be where the challenge is, because we already know like so much of what's going on behind the scenes here. Always good to see a friendly face, Stranger Contos. Are you getting ready for the exaltation? Uh, I might be. I haven't made up my mind yet. Mm. You haven't won before, have you? No. Uh. Maybe you're due. Who knows? So I was just telling my my duchess and my old one here how delightful it's been these past couple of months getting to know them. Surely you and uh, your Ooh, he needs to he needs to see which mask Darwin's wearing over there. Oh, tall old one friend over there must have seen the festival before. What what holds you back? I uh, we actually haven't seen the festival before. No, are you new here? Yes. Ah, well, then you came at a wonderful time. Okay. <laughs> it's only a two-month commitment if you win, so I definitely encourage you to stay. Provided you want to. Yeah, actually, I, I, have, a, I have a question about that. Like, commitment to what? Because the, all the stuff makes it sound, like, fun and fluffy, and, like, there's not really anything you have to do if you win. Like, it's just kind of bragging rights, but... Everybody's treating it like, like something more than that, and I can't figure it out. Ah, oh, well, you know, we try to, we try to spice it up a bit every once in a while. You know, sometimes it's been evenings in the royal playground, nights out on the town with myself, motions to Duchess and Olwan. This time around, we've got a few tours of the greenhouse and some, and some up-class meals prepared by the by the chef of the greenhouse. It, it's bragging rights, of course, but you know perks here and there as well okay but that really didn't answer my question you said commitment well if you're not going to be here for the time then why would you want to win the festival then the city would be without the the contos for two months you would be the head contos of earl like that would be my job no no now again it's not a job it's just you know, it's just position. It's just bragging rights. It's 
what other people see and are jealous of or envious of. Maybe they come to you for tips. You know, there's all sorts of things that just kind of orbit that type of that type of title. Huh. No, I'm not going to ask you to actually go and, you know, research any history and try to teach me any lessons. I'm far too old for new lessons anyways. I'm not a child anymore. Is that so? Mm-hmm. I mean, I hear you should never stop learning. Mm. Let's just say it's not my favorite subject. Hmm. Interesting. Because, you know, I wager we... about the same age. I learn something new literally every day. Must be exhausting. <laughs> ah, keeps you feeling young. <laughs> I feel pretty good. And raises his glass a little bit. I'll raise mine as well and take a drink and try to go, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Earl Earl is drinking some wine, but he has no problem. You know, he I'm, enjoys it. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. On to the actual question. So if you don't spend your time learning, or uh, what, what do you spend your time doing? I spend my time with the people. What does that mean? Here in the wind-down room, being a presence for everybody, walking through the streets, visiting the shops, with the people. Governing? Of course, but I have to know the citizens of Earl in order to best guide the city. Just you? Oh no, not me alone, of course not. I mean, silly, there's, the city is far too large for one person to rule. Effectively, anyways. I suppose if you just wanted to clamp down on everything, rule with an iron fist, you could do it as one person, but but nah. I like to have a presence on every level of the city. So, 18 of you, give or take? There's more, don't worry. It's a full-time job. I can see that. <laughs> and everybody, including the Earl, needs rest. I'm gonna down the rest of my beer, because... I have a feeling this is going to go sideways. Now, as I like ask this, anyone can jump in and tell me, we told you not to bring that up. Okay. I was um, going to say, if you think this is going to go sideways, hey, Darwin, hey, Finnegan, is there anything you want to be doing right now? I'm just watching, waiting, not quite sure. Definitely maybe uh, got a hand on Cyril, kind of just patner, letting us know that we're here, but, you know, it's a small space and we won't be at full capacity. Mm -hmm. Just to be sure, Cyril is back in the harness, right? Shrunk yes. down? Yes. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Most definitely. Okay. I assumed so after the, the previous fight outside. I just wanted to double check. Thank you. What about you, Darwin? Anything in particular you want to get done before Arnus makes this go sideways? No, I'm just standing attentively ready to draw my leg sword it's kind of already drawn so pre-drawn it's always half drawn yeah okay all right harness what's this thing that might go sideways okay so finish the rest of my beer set it on whatever table is in front of me and just like kind of lean in so i'm not making a big spectacle of it and just go interesting and where's the real earl earl i'm right here no, 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 no. Where's the real Earl Earl? He pauses and looks quizzically, first at you, then over at Olwan, then over at Duchess. His Olwan and Duchess in the masks. And he's like, that expression on his face like, this guy, what's going on with this guy? I'm sorry, Stranger Contos, but you've got me right here. If there's a complaint or an issue about the city that you need to bring to Earl Earl's attention, I am... Right here. And I lean over and I say, I know what you are, and I know what you're doing to the changelings, and you're not going to get away with it any longer. I'm terrified out of my mind right now. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm actually physically anxious, <laughs> even though it's all fake. <laughs> is this a threat of, or, this is Scott asking, sorry, not Earl, Earl. Is this like a threat of immediate action? Like you're going to do something right here and now? No. It's more of an existential threat, right? Like I'm not going to mm -hmm. throw down with you right now unless you throw a punch. But it's basically like 
I know what you're doing. I'm coming for you. Do you want to roll intimidation here? Sure. Do you want to try to intimidate Earl Earl? I can I can try. We know how well that has previously worked out for me. So okay. Go for it then. Better this time though. Doesn't sound very hopeful in your voice though. What's what's that number? That would be a twenty-five. Oh, that is much better. <laughs> much better than previously. I think Earl Earl's response is still the same, but rather than doing this as a, you know, shrug off random stranger in the bar, you can see in his eyes like a little bit of an oh shit moment. But he quickly pulls himself back from that and with just the slightest bit of anxiety in his voice, he turns to his old Juan. He's like, Juan, I think Stranger Kantos here has had a bit too much to drink. Perhaps you should escort him out. And that old one puts down his drink and begins just very firmly pushing you at the waist. Halfling-sized persons, much shorter than you, but just like hands out very forcefully like, all right, sir, that's, sorry, not sir. All right, Stranger Contos, I think you've had enough. You should go. And he's like forcefully pushing you. Not like trying to push you down, but just like get moving. Right about the hips. I'm going to allow myself to be pushed, but I'm going to, oh, I'm going to say something as I'm going. What am I going to, uh, okay. Like as he gets up and he starts to say like, okay, you should go. I'm going to look back at Earl Earl and say, I think you're scared now. Just wait. And I'll allow myself to be pushed out of the bar. Okay. Finnegan and Darwin, as this Olwan pushes Arnis out of the bar. You can see Earl Earl and the Duchess having a little private conversation. Like, oh, can you believe that guy or whatever? The old one apologizes to the bartender. Sorry for the trouble, Yulian. You know, some people just can't hold their drink. And goes back to join his group. What do you want to do? Somebody should pay for the drinks because I just got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> so you can stay and have more drinks. Finish your so, cigar, Finn. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've been kicked out of a bar. <laughs> I think that's the first time that you've let yourself get kicked out of a bar. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I think Finnegan takes a puff on his cigar and a sip of his poorly made ale. <laughs> and looks at Darwin and says, Oi, uh, so what do you make we do next? I think we pay grumpily and get out. <laughs> Storm out, I mean. Hopefully Aranis has got a plan after that uh, interaction. And uh, uh, let's see. I walk over to the bar and uh, with my drink that is at this point like three quarters full because I've been nursing it and not wanting to drink it. I take a very quick pound of it. Mm -hmm. Place it empty on the bar. And I say, oh, I'll uh, settle up the tab for my table, please. Just as a quick aside, Finnegan, you got money on you? I do. Okay. I don't know how much you were relying on the boot. I have 73 gold on me. Oh, then you got more than enough. Julian Gael just says, well, it's a silver apiece for the drinks. Get your friend Kantos there situated before he comes back, okay? This is not the place for that. Hi, I don't believe we'll likely be back after that treatment. <laughs> I thought the earls in this place were supposed to be the leaders. Apparently they're all rude. <laughs> rude. The word rude is the best. You're welcome. You get a little bit of stink eye from Earl Earl. You can't really tell if you're getting stink eye from the bartender or the duchess or the Uwan <laughs> thanks to their masks. But rest assured, the bartender at least is. Giving you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Finnegan pays for drinks. Are you taking your. Oh, I'm smoking my cigar on the way out. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask if you were done with your cigar, if that's going to come with you. Does Finnegan just now permanently have a cigar? <laughs> Go a little Wolverine on it. Uh, it might be a new affectation. I kind of like it. <laughs> I'm sure you could pick some up before you leave the city if you really want. Oh, that's happening. <laughs> You better do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self. Resupply 
before the revolution. <laughs> you don't. What do you mean? Prices are way cheaper after the revolution. <laughs> Depends on who wins. You don't. You don't think we're going to be running like hell out of this place <laughs> like we did the last time? Picturing me running by a stall, grabbing cigars, putting them in my pockets as I'm running away. Ah, <laughs> uh, so you're a thief then. Gotcha. Just channeling veil. They right. fell off the stall. <laughs> I swear they were just lying on the ground. Okay. Darvin, are you leaving with Finnegan? Yep. All right. Well, you find yourselves back outside the wind-down room here in the middle-class level of the city. People are going about their business. They're going about their day. And this is largely a residential area, so it's people going to work, coming back from work, you know, taking a break out in front of their houses, like having a quick little drink or snack or something. Kids playing in the distance. What's the plan? What you doing? Aye, so Arnis, after that experience, uh, I'm assuming you've got a plan. Why would you assume that? <laughs> Why would you assume that Arnis ever has a plan? Oh, you're new here. I forgot. <laughs> um, I don't. Finnegan's now smoking and pinching the bridge of his nose. Okay, <laughs> here's the thing. Now, I mean, we could just go around like intimidating every Earl Earl we come upon. But I honestly think the only way we're going to get to the bottom of this is to literally get to the bottom of Earl. We're not going to find anything out from any of these fools. That fool's like, I'm Earl Earl. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Clearly doesn't do very much, except sit around, drink, yeah, yeah. socialize with people. Well, when you've got right. a full <laughs> supply of Earls, just like stables right. and stables of them. You can take turns having a slow day, and they can be an Earl of the people. Wouldn't that be nice? I have, right? <laughs> All right. So I assume when you say get to the bottom of Earl, you mean get down to the yep. ground floor. Yep. Okay. So then the plan now is just to try to get to where you knew the Earls to be having been made in the past. I think so. Okay. Unless anybody has a like a more tactful idea, I really don't. I mean, the other idea would be to kidnap an earl, find a place privately to try and see if we can undo what is done to them without mm. having gone there. Mm. I mean, that is the other option. A little royal kidnapping. Yeah. I like it. it it's it's do you try to fight in and find a solution or do you try to take one and see if you can make a solution? <laughs> After that little stint, I don't know if Arnis Contos would be allowed into the greenhouse. But also, you're wearing a mask. Right. And at least today, you know, that's the only Earl Earl who knows what you did. Right. Tomorrow, they'll all they'll know. All know. Right. So if we're going to kidnap an Earl, today is the day to do it. Well, no, I mean, I guess, no, I guess if we're going to do anything, today is the day to do it. Or I get a new mask. I could do that too. Yeah. I mean, you're still wearing your clothes, but I have a disguise new mask hit. is a new mask. It's a new disguise. Uh, it, it very well could work. High chance of success. If we're going to do the kidnap an Earl plan, we need to know where we're taking that Earl. And you want it to be close to wherever you're kidnapping them. The kidnap and roll plan seems like the most, it's the most indirect route, but it's also the route that could get us the most heat, the quickest, potentially. I don't know, because I'm like, if we just make our way down there, we could, you know, never get down there. If we kidnap and roll, it's all going to come down to how quickly we're found. <laughs> right? Yeah, but we also know that they don't kind of sync up until the next day. So, like, if nobody sees us in the act of the kidnapping, we have a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Darwin? Get down there, I guess. Is that a is that a we should not kidnap somebody and we should try to get down there now, or 
Yes, but it's not wholehearted. I'm not that sure. That's kind of the problem, is I can see the benefits of doing it. Arnis and Darwin have both been here before, and they were both welcome guests in the greenhouse before. And there is actually no reason to believe that the current Earl wouldn't welcome you, especially if he thinks he's Earl. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that actually makes sense. We just need to get, like, a couple floors from here, and I need to ditch this mask. No matter what we do, I need to ditch this mask. Well, he didn't say who you were, either. So, yeah, ditch the mask, and we should be mostly good. Okay. Well, in terms of masks, you can either go all the way back up to the top and rent a different one, or you could go up to, what floor did I say that? What level did I say it was? The 16th level, I want to say? Uh, yeah, yeah. 16th floor, you can purchase them outright. Cost a little bit more, but they're nicer. And then you get to keep it. I think we should buy some fancy masks. Especially if we're going to do crime. (laughs) (laughs) Do you all want to change out your masks? Yeah. I want a fancy one to keep. Especially if we're doing crime. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Oh, okay. No mask for Finnegan. Nope. Mask for Cyril? (laughs) <laughs> no <laughs> that would be ridiculous is it the two floors in between here and 16 that are blocked off three actual three floors okay yeah 13 through 11 okay you're on nine right now so okay. you go right by those again if you want to just make a pit stop kind of do or do you want new masks first or are these your crime masks and those ones will be your Upstanding citizen masks. Or are those the crime masks? They're pretty much all crime masks. (laughs) But since I'm already in trouble in this one, I feel like seeing what we can see on one of those floors isn't a terrible idea. Anybody else going to stop me? I'm down. Let's do it. Sounds good. All right. Then I want to stop off on 11. Cool. If we want to go into one of these no admittance floors, I think now is a great time to ask your NPC friends, your party friends. Is everybody coming? Because again, you know, a dozen or so people all sneaking into a place is way more conspicuous than three with a shrunken drake. Definitely just the three of us. <laughs> Plus Cyril. The only people I'd say we might consider taking beyond three of us and Cyril would be Sam and Carolina. But I think leaving them with the collective group is the best choice. Yeah. If you're not taking any of the party members with you, they will probably split up and do their own things. Not all individually, but I somehow doubt that Parlin and Rystos are going to be hanging out. Oh, Rystos wants to follow you. He absolutely does. He He's very intrigued. But if you tell him no, he'll stop. That I'm okay with, unless somebody's going to tell me no. I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, whatever. I don't like it, but I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not breaking into the greenhouse, which maybe he'd step. He'd hold back for But if you're just going to sneak into some no admittance room, sure, he'll tag along. Okay. In which case, your other party members will disperse, do their best to stay out of trouble. Seth and Mahogany are probably the ones you'd have to worry about the most, but they'll do their best to stay out of trouble as we go try to get into one of these no admittance levels. Wait, wait, wait. Seth? You mean Morello? Oh, did I say Seth? You said Seth and Mahogany? (laughs) Uh... Yeah, I did mean Morello. Seth is uh, definitely not getting in trouble. Is he, like, getting in trouble now? What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Is our young bookkeeper now in his troublesome phase? Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry. Morello and Mahogany. You know, your young assassin and your young gang leader might end up getting in some trouble. But they will try, at least, to not. Tonk will probably find some place to go and... Pick a tune. Cool. All right. So let's let's head up a couple levels to the eleventh floor. Again, big no admittance sign right on the door. There's a few people coming up and down the stairs, but easy enough to find a time to stop and wait for nobody to be around. Sounds good to me. When you go to open the door, it is locked. Well, that's going to be problematic because <laughs> I can cast knock on it, but everyone in three hundred feet is going to hear it. Mm-hmm. You can certainly try to pick a lock. Not having Veil here anymore, that certainly becomes more of a challenge. 
That becomes a Darwin challenge. <laughs> I can't pick locks. You have the highest level of skill in the area where it would be successful. <laughs> you I may can't. not have training in it, but you are going to have the higher sleight of hand than anyone else. Sure. It, it is still a dex thing. Question, though, does anybody have a lockpicking kit or thieves' tools to speak of? Nope. You should have just lied. <laughs> it would have worked. I'd have been confused, but... Oh, let me double check. I'm I don't pretty have sure. Okay. Um, well, yeah, there's a locked door. You can try to pick it without tools. I, I imagine it's with, you know, a dagger or... Does Darwin still have darts? <laughs> I was going to say, Darwin has those uh, those gardening tools. There might be something slender enough to fit inside a lock. It wouldn't uh, be the proper have... tool, but... I do have gardening tools. I think without... Without the training in lockpicking and without the proper lockpicking tools, Mm-mm. you know, it's, it's going to be a little difficult. You can try. Seems like a losing proposition. Well, I mean, we, we got to get through the door. We can try another level, but I'm guessing it's going to be locked as well. So yeah, I could uh, give it a shot. Cool. Question for Darwin or Nate. I don't suppose you know any particular type of gardening tool that you would be using here. What's a, what's a slender enough gardening tool to pick a lock with? Um, <laughs> uh, all I can think of is like the, uh, it's a, I don't know what you call it. Part of a rake. You know, the, like, like a tine. Tines? Yeah. yeah, like a tine. Okay. There could be one of those little hand rake things for tilling soil in like a pot or a small garden. <laughs> that is going to be uh, fun. I'm looking... <laughs> I'm looking at garden tools right now, and most of them are not great lockpicking tools, let's just say. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best I could say is something like that, but straight, like a like an aerator type situation going on, or the one that's like a flathead screwdriver with a notch in it that's for weeding. Ooh, that'd be good, maybe. Um, I'm trying to see if there's an image of one of these things. I used to use it all the time. When I was living with my, my grandparents. Of course, it's not a common gardening tool. Come on, you had a picture of it. In a dandelion digger is what it's called. There we go. I'd never known that name before. But yeah, Honey Hollow's gardens were certainly respectable enough that, of course, they would have these. Cool. Yeah, that looks about right. Something like that. I could see that working in a pinch. Also, for shanking a guy in a pinch. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and make a roll, plus dex. Since you conceivably have a tool that might work, I'm not going to put disadvantage on this, but you're not getting any special assistance from the tool itself. There's no bonus here. Sounds fair. Okay. I got an 18. God damn. (laughs) Well, all right, Darwin. Look at you. Sneaking into places with your gardening tools. Quite impressive. That came in handy. It works. Like, it's not the cleanest lock picking ever. Someone who investigates will be able to tell, like, oh, yeah, they shoved something in here and dug around a little bit. But the lock's not broken. So you'll still be able to close the door behind you. And people walking by won't be able to see anything right away. You did it without making a lot of noise. Your tool is still in good condition. You can go ahead and... Dig up some more dandelions later if you want. You've got your little flower pot you have to take care of. I don't know how you're going to get dandelions in there, but just in case. Or you could find a garden here. Who knows? Anyways, that's all beside the point. Darwin unlocks the door. Sweet. And we move inside quickly to make sure no one sees us going in. Yes. All right. Done. Very nice work. So the four of you, zoom in. Close the door behind you. You're on the 11th floor in one of the closed-off sections of the city. You had been into this area before, last time you were here, when Vale had to meet up with some other assassin, I want to say it was. It's different. The conditions have worsened. There's more rubble. There's parts of the ceiling that have collapsed down in, and you can see up into the 12th level. Well, at least if you've got the masks on. Finnegan, do you have any dark vision? Yeah, I think I've got like 60 feet. Okay, I'm going to say as a tiefling, I'm pretty sure you do. Just wanted to double check. Yeah. 
Sorry, you can all tell that there's parts of the ceiling that have fallen, and you could make your way up into the 12th level if you wanted to from down here, just climbing up that. But things have gotten a little bit worse. Like, nobody's come in here and helped to fix the city, so it's only collapsed more, let's just say. Just time. There hasn't been like any additional earthquakes or whatever that caused these levels to go into disrepair before. It's just been another five years and people not caring, you know, things slowly falling here and there. And at first glance, at first glance, this level is marked no admittance because it's unsafe. You know, Darwin and Arnis again, yeah, there were people squatting on these levels before. You know, there were people doing shady business on these levels before. And there might still be. But without investigating further, right now, why are these marked off as no admittance? It's not safe. Nobody's doing anything to clean up in here. However, one thing that everybody can see before going into any other investigation, the fog and the magic that exudes out of that central column, which you'd seen down below on the 11th floor, is still happening here. It's just in a less clean fashion. The column itself is not in as good a condition up here as it is down there. Parts of it have cracked as well, and there's a little bit of green light peering out from those cracks. But taking it all in, standing here near the entrance to this level, what do you all want to do? There's definitely stuff in here. It's just right now you've only gotten inside the door, and I don't know what the goal is here. At this point, I'd like to poke around a little bit and see if there's any other reason why the floor is condemned beyond the safety issue. Okay. Anybody else? Yeah, I think same. Okay. Sure, I'll just follow. Well, if everybody just wants to take a look around and see what's going on on these levels, if it's just the safety or if there are other things, then as you move through this level, please give me a perception check. Uh, 21. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I, I was assuming you were going to say investigation. Perception check is a 13. Oh. You have to find something to investigate first, which will probably happen. But if you're just looking around, Darwin, Arnis? I got an 8. Mm. I got a 10. <laughs> okay, well then. I mean, I think the reason that it's so difficult for you all to look around and check out this floor is those cracks in the central column and that fog that's coming out, it's thicker here than it is on the other levels. Like it's coming out more. Whatever sort of controls, settings are being used on the central column to you know, get everything out in a nice, clean and orderly fashion is just not working here. And the fog's just extra thick, and you can't quite see what's important around you as you're walking through the city. So what happens is as you're wandering through and just trying to take everything in, is rather than you noticing them first, they notice you first. A small group of people in what looks to be just a ruined old house. The house had complete, almost completely collapsed. There's still a few walls, there's a bit of a, a ceiling, but it's mostly just collapsed down. They're in there. No masks on any of them. And they seem to be having some sort of secret meeting. Mm. Is secret the right word for it? I mean, in a sense, it, it is because they're up here on this level. Um, and this is where, you know, guards don't go. People aren't snooping around so much. But that's not the, really the fashion that they're having it in. It's, it's like a planning meeting verging on a ceremony almost, like a religious type ceremony, but there's nothing religious about what they're talking about, as far as you can tell. You know, this is all... No. You didn't succeed on these roles, so you don't get a good sense of what they're talking about. They're holding it with the importance that somebody would have a religious ceremony or a sermon or something, but there's no immediate signs that this is religious. And seeing you walk in, especially with your glowing masks, Darwin and Arnis, they stop and they hush up. And one of the smaller folks, not halfling size, just short, a little over five feet. He walks up, you see his hand at his waist, dagger. Hey, what are you doing here? I feel like I should ask you the same question. <sighs> oh. Was that the wrong thing to say? <laughs> no, it's what Arnis would say. Go with it. <laughs> you some kind of spy, Kantos? 
Huh? We were here first. Are you using this rubble to strategize for the exaltation? <laughs> As Arnis is talking to these people, I want to try and get a good look at them. Specifically, like, what are they wearing? What are they armed with? And what type of people are they? Okay. Okay. I think for this, you can roll investigation. Like, hey, found a group of people up here on a condemned floor holding some sort of meeting. What, what can I glean about them from what they're wearing, what they have? That's a 21. Okay. They certainly are all armed. Not big weapons or anything. Mostly daggers, little clubs, a short sword here and there. You can see one gal putting on like some knuckle dusters, just, just in case. What they're wearing, it's nothing official. They're not in uniform. They're dressed similarly, but that's probably more from them having to get clothes from the same place than, you know, trying to look alike. Warm enough clothing. Leathers, mostly. Doesn't really look like armor. You know, leather pants, leather coat. It's like work boots. What else? What else did you ask? What else was there? The other thing was just like, what are they? Are they like primarily human? Are they primarily elf? What are we looking at? No, no elves. And you you get a good mix. Largely human and half-elf. Half-elves do have some withering marks on them. Some bone hands, ears, faces, parts of faces, not the whole face. But like, almost like a Phantom of the Opera type mask of just bone. But they all seem to be in fairly good condition. Probably less because they've been healing. Although, maybe? I don't know. Elven fog, weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't know exactly how it interacts with the withering. But that's probably more because, you know, people who are less affected by it or who have been healing faster are more able to uh, get out and do sneaky things. They're planning something, from what it looks like. People etching things on the ground, maybe in the in the dirt, but... People are quickly moving in front of any of that type of stuff. Arnis, what was your question again? Uh, Are you preparing for the exaltation? Yes. (laughs) What do you care about the exaltation? I mean, seems like a big deal. So that's it. I don't personally care about it at all. (laughs) I was going to say, so like what, you're just looking for tips? You've come to the wrong place for that, buddy. I I don't need tips. I'm just trying to figure out why you're on a condemned floor. Because it's private. Why are you here? Because it's private. <laughs> you got some private business to attend to then. It would seem so to you. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to get stabbed, huh? No. <laughs> you got private business with somebody in particular down here? If I say you, would it throw you off your game? <laughs> Does Arnis say that? I'm trying to decide if he does or not. I'm also trying to decide if he takes this dude seriously or not. Okay, hang on. He asked if you got private business with anybody in particular, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look, I feel like we're about to go in circles for a while, and I don't Oh, uh, no, really we'll wanna... stab you before that happens. Cool. How about was... <laughs> this? How about you go do whatever it is? you were doing we're gonna go do our thing and we just pretend like we never saw each other okay you don't want to you don't want anything to do with us what do you want to do here what are you looking for why should i tell you that just want to make sure you're not working against us if i don't know what you're doing how can i be working against you you tell me and then i tell you that simple nah you tell me and then i'll tell you Ooh, fingers are like wrapping along the handle of this dagger here. Mm, squeeze it tight. He's eyeing the three of you plus Cyril. Rice those. Mm, I got one question for you then. Kantos. What do you think about the magic in the city? The lights, fog, the signs, temperature, everything that the magic provides. Well, now there's an interesting question. Can I, can I roll insight? To what end? 
I'm trying to figure out if he sincerely wants an answer or if he's like fishing to get me in trouble. Well, he wants an answer. Whether or not that answer gets you in trouble, that remains to be seen. Okay. I don't think you need an insight check for that. Like, this isn't just him like, whoa, so how's the weather today? Okay. I think it's definitely changed from the last time I was here, and I don't think it's for the better. Hmm. One last question. Hand firmly on the dagger now. What do you think of Olwenir? Another interesting question. <laughs> it's a simple one, really. To put it mildly, I am not her biggest fan. Well then. His hand on his dagger eases up a little bit. The rest of the group with him kind of exhale. Breath out. They all ease a little bit. Knuckle dusters get pulled off. Maybe you found us for a reason then. Even if it's accidental. Do you all care to join us for a minute? Sure. Unless you're not a contos of action. Uh, I, they can't see it, but I just, I, they can see the head shake, the like, the like, ah, ha, ha, and they can like hear it, but they can't see the smile and like, oh, kid, you don't know me at all. <laughs> I wouldn't say a kid, but thirties, <laughs> maybe. I just say, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll join you. Darvin Finnegan, Cyril, would you like to? Sit and join this group of, uh, I don't know, people planning something, discussing something. Sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think Reistos follows closely behind Darvin. If I'm going to be behind somebody, maybe the one who's not going to die. Just in case. Doesn't fully trust these people yet, but is willing to join. This guy walks you up to this destroyed house. Hand off the dagger at this point. Well. My name's Condivus. I guess you'd say lieutenant around here in this little group of ours. And we've got a problem we're trying to fix. You see, after the withering, well, not even after, before the withering even, really, things started to change around here. After the withering, it just accelerated, let's say. Motions around to the half-elves that are here in the group. You know, some of us started getting sick. Not everybody made it. Those who did, let's just say it changed their perspectives a little bit. And Earl, Earl Earl, the guy, guys, the Earls, collectively, haven't quite been the same since. They're getting, they're losing their grip, let's say. They're fixated on maintaining something they used to know. Mm. I'm sure the loss of Count Duchess was... Part of it, but Kantos, Olwan, some others. As he's looking around at you, Darvin, you, Arnis, he hasn't quite been the same, let's just say. And Olwan here, Olwan here, well, some say she used to favor this city. And we can tell you that's not the case anymore. And between her losing interest in the city and Earl potentially losing his mind. Who's to say? I'm not really a fan of the changes. Part of it, big part of it, is that column over there. Motion's over. Magic. Yeah, the lights are nice. Pretty lights. But city can't just be fun. Can't just be masks. Everybody trying to become the next Kantos. The next Olwan. It's all just for show anyways. We'd like to make some changes. Starting with... Motion's over. That column there. Might just be better if it got turned off. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. 
Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. As always, thanks to Daryl Barnes for creating our theme music. You can find them on Twitter at Daryl Barnes underscore. We also want to thank the talented at Gabby underscore Desu on Twitter for our fantastic podcast art. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.